uh, we would like to uh, open the forum to everyone to ask their questions in case there is. And also, I would like to invite Paul uh, Salahuddin Ji, Savitri, uh, and also Phil to answer the questions, some of the questions that were asked. And Phil has been curating the questions together. So hand it, I'm handing it over to Phil. Some brilliant questions have been coming in. Thank you for the panelists for answering them as we have been going. And so it's something which uh, has really helped and is really working. Um, I think one of the first ones to start with is with uh, somebody called Herman Rupp. Is Access Agriculture aiming for farmer to farmer extension? Someone might be needed to ensure that the content of the videos is really proved with regard to correctness, effectiveness, etc. Who is the person doing this for all of the videos? I don't know, does Paul want to start on that or Saladin or Savitri? Who wants to say, who checks the videos to make sure it's not just uh, a bit of gossip? Okay, thanks, Phil. And, and, and thanks a lot for the question, Herman. Uh, there, there is indeed, as if we talk about quality, it's not just about nice footage and good quality sound. It's definitely about, about the content and whether the content has been has been validated. And as you can imagine, we've been working for 10 years now. The, the method that we developed um, to ensure the quality of the content is, is really a rigorous one. Uh, without going into details, the entire process, I mean, there's a validation component of with the local communities. There is, there is a network of um, international experts. We have our in-house um, mechanism, but also every, every single one of our video partners, when they propose a topic, they also at the same time need to propose who will be their local uh, subject matter specialist. And as Dr. Nitya, for instance, was explaining, anything that has been related to ethno-veterinary medicine, she has played a role in, in, in script and content development, also in checking the images afterwards. Um, the Natural Livestock Foundation uh, is a big network of, of veterinary doctors. And like this, we have, we have built up a network of experts who make sure that the content is, is checked and accurate. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Um, I think if we go to uh, Satya Priya from FAO, um, how exactly do you assess the impact of your videos on the community practices? It goes on a little bit from what you were talking. Uh, maybe uh, Saladin, do you want to uh, talk on that one? Thanks, Phil. Uh, I think we have already heard uh, a great detail from Dr. Uh, uh, Chander already that uh, periodically access agriculture contacts impact studies and we also have engagement with the universities where a, a lot a good number of students uh, as part of their uh, graduate programs a phd program and master's program they also conduct impact studies based on some you know experiment done uh, on uh, villages with the farmers so in different ways, we conduct uh, impact studies and we get information. 
So the next question I think comes also from Satya. We know that people are watching the videos, but how do we know that they are changing what they do? Maybe Savitri, do you want to uh, talk about that? You've experienced agriculture in Africa and across South Asia. How, how does that help? Yeah, thanks, uh, Yeah, so partly it has been uh, explained by um, Dr. Salahuddin that uh, we do conduct and commission a lot of impact studies to find out behavioral changes. So those have been also published. So these publications are there on our website and the publication. Uh, these are scholarly publications. That's also when we do um, our uh, last mile delivery activities to the entrepreneurs. So we are also gathering data from them. So when they show the videos, what happened? And then they get back to us. So those are more or less qualitative and uh, you know anecdotal. But then there's, uh, the, there is also evidence after that being built on to support those anecdotes. Thank you. I think one of the things that people say is how do farmers normally learn? Normally they look over the fence and see what the other person is doing. If they're involved with animals, they have a cup of tea in the market and they discuss about the animals. All these videos do is speed up the process. But one of the things that was important that was mentioned and uh, Dr. Shantaram uh, Gaikwad says this, the videos are in local languages. So farmers like them. Who wants to tell me why the local languages are important? Sure, because if you go to remote areas uh, where English and French or the international languages are not spoken, so naturally they would like to, even if they see something interesting, if it's not in their own language, it's very difficult to understand. So it's, uh, it's really important. Our videos cater to the audience who are in the remote areas, uh, farmers. So we would like them to understand our videos. So that's why this is a main heart of access agriculture that we should showcase our all the technologies or the practices in the local language. So we do our best to do this. So, so the website is in Hindi, it's in the Bangla Bengali language, it's in English. There are lots of videos in Indian languages, but India is huge. We know how there is leadership about natural farming at the government level. But the main thing that matters is what are the farmers doing on the ground? How can farmers learn from other farmers? How can we build up? I think um, one thing that uh, Jagadish KN was saying, let's explore through Manage in Hyderabad, how they provide the videos on an SD card, for example, but on a payment basis. Freebies will not work. What's your experience as Access Agriculture? Are people prepared to pay to watch the videos? Paul? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. And, and I can say um, that we do have experiences, uh, Jagadish, in, in, in different countries in Africa where social enterprises um, are selling actually SD cards through uh, different mechanisms, through different channels. Uh, that farmers are willing to pay. Um, in the past, also community radio stations have been selling DVDs and farmers pay $1, $2. So definitely, I I fully agree. Um, There has also been a PhD study uh, done in Africa that showed that when farmers pay for the content, 
they valorize it much more and they make more use of it. So I'm, I'm also very keen to explore this in India. And I think your suggestion is definitely something that we should follow up on. Thank you. And I think the whole idea of doing farmer to farmer videos first started in Bangladesh, which is where Saladin is based. And there is use of African videos, there's use of Latin American videos in an Indian context, in Indian languages. Saladin, how can that work? Surely people just want something from their local environment and to see a farmer that they recognize perhaps. It's true that people want to see their own farmers, but at the same time, when uh, Paul can tell you that when he took all the Bangladeshi videos to Africa, and was playing in Bangla or English, which is not their own language, they were very excited to see all those videos. From where we actually got that in the first round of you know, feedback in terms of how farmer actually prefers to see uh, farmers from other part of the world and they are equally excited to see them. So it's, uh, it's, it's uh, sometimes it's, not the uh, all the time that's true that they would like to see their own technology, but they are also excited to see that uh, the, the technology of different countries, different continents are equally adaptable, equally impactful in their lives. Sometimes uh, those uh, also uh, work like an you know exotic thing that they want to learn from and get a lot of information that is not usually available in their localities. So it's always interesting for farmers to know something totally new, which is uh, they can only, uh, they can try and they can see the impact in their own eyes by listening to the, all those farmers from different parts of the world. Can I just ask um, Jyoti from Satat Sampada uh, to, to join us with, with her thoughts on this? Yeah, um, so having worked with farmers for all these years, uh, videos from other parts of the world or even from other parts of India in other languages or maybe translated could be a good start point or you know something that could trigger interest of farmers. Uh, okay, so this novel thing is happening among the farming community somewhere else. But then to sustain that interest, you know, everybody is interested to know whether farmers in this locality are doing something of this sort or not, because they always have this, this view that, okay, you know, there would be different set of conditions in that part of the world or in, uh, but here, you know, this is not possible. See, I'm coming from uh, Uttar Pradesh, a, a state which is losing interest in agriculture, unlike Andhra Pradesh, unlike Kerala, Tamil Nadu, where people are exploring more and more youth from uh, middle class is going back to their roots and exploring new ways of agriculture. This part is yet to see the progress. So I would say from my experience that no matter what you say, you have to show them that this works here. So that is why I insist that, you know, you need to have in India, understanding the culture, you need to have more uh, local language videos to impress upon farmers that, you know, progressive farming can be done. Otherwise, they would definitely appreciate efforts of other farmers, but the story might end there itself. And I guess there's also using the knowledge of the farmers who will see something and they will decide, do I copy 20%, 30% or 
50% of what I've just seen. Um, I think there were many things that were being brought up by Dr. Chandra from Manage about all the different players who are interested, whether it be civil servants, the media, with the media houses, we do have contracts in uh, for the radio stations and for the television stations so that they can share the information about which videos are useful and we can try and build up based upon that demand. I don't know if some of the other speakers who spoke earlier would like to join. Dr. Ranglachmi, um, MSRF has been doing an awful lot with women groups, with the village knowledge centres using the videos. Can you see this increasing over the forthcoming uh, months together? Yes, yeah, it is increasing. Uh, I mean, uh, the virtual knowledge center concept is also coming up now. So as part of it, uh, more number of farmers are joining uh, in the learning process. Uh, right now, we are expanding our programs in Assam and Orissa also, where we introduced uh, this video-based learning as a kind of an important uh, learning tool among the communities where uh, the opportunities to use other digital tools are very limited. So in that context, uh, this video-based learning is a kind of a good opportunity to reach more number of marginalized farmers, especially women in the villages. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Paul, just one final question for you before we uh, wrap up and uh, give our thanks to, to everybody. Um, how does this model work? Because these videos are being made, people are being trained, people are doing the translations, and sometimes people watch for free, sometimes people will pay. How can we make sure that this continues so that India is proud to share knowledge on a farmer-to-farmer -farmer basis? Okay, thank you, Phil. Well, I, I think, I think it's, it's important that we jointly also explore um, ways and, and, and funding opportunities for long-term engagement with, with, uh, with India, with the government and with grassroots organizations. Because, well, the experiences, as we have heard, um, the experiences on, on traditional knowledge, but also natural farming, which is not, it's, it's not the same as traditional knowledge. It's, it's really modern science that comes into the play. Um, it's, it's really important that we try to capture as many of those experiences as possible because while I'm also pleased to see that um, organizations across Africa, like the Alliance for Food Security in Africa or APSA, they're also very keen to learn from experiences from India. I think India is a leading example in the world on, on organic and natural farming. And if we can work with more organizations in more different states to translate videos, to produce new content, I think that would be really magnificent. Great. Thank you to everybody. And uh, most importantly, a very, very big thank you to Maria for keeping everything moving. And uh, I'll hand back to you now.